Welcome to Chapter 2 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with Michael Martz, CIO at Ohio Valley Health Services and Education Corporation. In this segment, Martz talks about how he's leveraging what he learned from a PASCO Live to improve the Meditech 6.1 rollout, particularly in terms of testing, support, and tracking key metrics. He also talks about how implementing a new system can be an excuse to drive change, and why CIOs should look at collaborating with other hospitals as a business and clinical partnership first. HealthSystemCIO.com podcasts are sponsored by Improvada, the healthcare IT security company ranked number one by class for secure messaging and single sign-on. For more information, visit their website at Improvada.com. From a perspective of support, just making sure that, that you have enough of that how do you uh, how do you approach that when you're talking about? Uh, I mean, obviously, this isn't just for for October first, but I, right. I guess really around that time frame. <laughs> well, that that is a challenge for us. One of the challenges of this organization is that it is more lean than than Meadville was. I think than a lot of hospitals are. I don't know if there's a strong rule of thumb, but the majority of hospitals I talk to seem to have a range of about one IT person for every. 10 or so patient beds, and that was true at Meadville. Here we have about one IT person for every 17 patient beds. So we're covering a lot more territory with fewer people, and that does make the support very challenging. So the way we're dealing with that is to get a lot more engagement with super users from the departments. We are getting them obviously involved in the build. Uh, we have we have a couple of dozen core teams that are helping do the build of this new system. And those core teams are mostly not IT people. Uh, they're mostly departmental people, which means that they're going to understand the system quite well at GoLive because they've been so engaged in putting it together. So they are going to be very much the front line of support uh, for, for each of their departments when they go live. We, we will have super users in each of the departments that are going to provide that front line of support for the folks on the first few days. We'll be backed up with the IT team. We also have a, a very good core of consultants here uh, from a consulting company. And we will surge with a great number of additional consultants during the probably two first weeks of Go Live, uh, just to have the extra hands that can be dispatched to a department or a physician or wherever we need to send them in an emergency to help someone out with a question. Right. And there will be questions, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, my gosh, yes. Yeah, it, it, it's not just a new system, but because we are moving from old systems that, that our workflows in many ways are still paper-based, and, and this old system is just augmenting that, to a new system where there is no paper, and we're intentionally really changing how a lot of the, the clinical processes and the administrative processes work. Yeah. People have a bit of a paradigm shift to go through in some, some ways. And uh, so there's going to be a lot of handhelding until people get comfortable with the new way of everything working. Right. Yeah, and I guess that that's also where you talked about um, having uh, more testing, where that comes into play too. And I mean, yeah. I, I don't know how much you can test uh, workflow before it actually happens, but, but I'm sure that there are some ways to uh, try to uh, work through that. Yeah, it, it, it's hard. That is one area that, that I learned uh, from Meadville to be a little bit more patient with the testing. We had, we had built several rounds of 
integrated testing and then parallel testing to the, to the best extent that we could. But we were probably impatient in wanting each of those rounds to finish up in a couple of days. But parts of the processes take longer than two days to do. Uh, when you go through the work of bringing a patient in, uh, giving them their clinical services, and, and then departing them, but then letting the accounting processes finish up, that whole process may actually take a full week. And we didn't allow enough time to, to fully test the full end-to-end -end cycle at Mayville. So that's something that we're definitely going to do differently here. You can never test enough, and you'll definitely, even if you do, you, you'll definitely not catch all the problems that a real user on Go Live Day will discover. So we just have to be prepared to react and respond as quickly as possible when those issues do come up. Yeah, and, and I can imagine that the challenge there, and you talk about all, all the training and having the super users, and you do everything you can, but there, there's no way to really show someone beforehand this is what it's going to be like without paper, and this is how it's going to affect everything you do. So that, that I'm sure, is, is one of the big challenges. Yes, it definitely is. The, the other angle is that there, there are some key operational metrics for each department that we need to make sure that they are watching before and after the go-live uh, to make sure that things stay on track. Uh, for example, billing and charges. Uh, we are ensuring that each of the departments is closely watching what they are billing and charging before the go-live so that after go live, they can compare the before and after and start to look immediately for any gaps, anything that may be missing, so that we can quickly cover them. Uh, by the same token, we're going to be comparing all the patient schedules to make sure that we haven't suddenly lost a patient somewhere. Uh, we're going to be looking at our, our patient flow and, and the volumes of patients going through the departments, uh, looking at the processing times for moving patients through, through the different processes to make sure that the new system is not slowing them down and hopefully is speeding them up. So there's a number of metrics like that that we're trying to, to make sure that everyone is paying attention to in advance so that we, we can do the before and after comparisons. Right. And in the meantime, there are no doubt other things on your plate, so that, that's, I guess, <laughs> part, of the, part of the whole. Oh, there is. There is. Uh, in addition to Meditech, we have as everybody does, just a, a continual flow of security projects that we're doing uh, to, to try and keep ourselves as current as we can there. We're working on a, a new data center uh, platform that we just signed the purchase order for last week so that we can, we can almost virtualize everything that we have in our data centers, which will dramatically improve our, our uptime and reliability and reduce our operational costs as well and make it much faster and less expensive for us to bring up new systems when, when the demands come, and they always do. Uh, we are working on new reporting systems, working on uh, improving some of our administrative workflows. We, we do have a lot of our, our work here that is rather paper-based, and so we're working to shift as much of that to, to an electronic process as we can. Uh, using things like Microsoft SharePoint to, to make things move more smoothly and, and on a more automated basis. As an organization, we, like everybody else, are, are trying to become more patient-centered and less, less centered on our different departments and, and you know, clinical areas of expertise. So we're looking at how we deal with patients, 
across multiple physicians, multiple settings of care, and be more smooth in, in how we move them through their care process. Um, things like when someone comes into the emergency department and is discharged and needs to be seen by a doctor within, or by a primary care physician within a week, that uh, where possible we're actually getting that appointment scheduled for them before they leave the, the emergency department so that it's a, a very smooth, clean process. Um, we, like everybody else, are, are shifting very much to, to an outpatient-centered care organization. We certainly will always have our hospitals, but increasingly our volumes are, are outpatient first, and there's a lot of care coordination between physicians that we need to continue to improve so that everybody's seeing the same information about a patient. There's no confusion between doctors on which drugs are being prescribed by who, various things like that. Uh, we are trying to figure out how we're going to deal with population health and, and the, the new forms of reimbursement that we're going to see hit us starting this next year and, and partly actually already, uh, where we are much more focused than we used to be in the past on readmission rates and uh, keeping patients healthy and out of the hospital in the first place. We're still a classic hospital organization from that standpoint, so we have, have some culture change and some uh, realignment of departments and responsibilities between people that, that we are working through as we implement this new system. In some ways, the new system is almost an excuse to drive change, but it's a very effective one for doing that. Uh, and I had mentioned before about our, our partnerships with other organizations. Um, our, because we're in a fairly urban area, uh, our, our patients can go to one of several different hospitals. And so we need to be able to coordinate and communicate well with the other hospitals in the area to make sure that we all are sharing information about the patient well and coordinating care well. Uh, that it's only to the patient's best interest. And will help us with things like keeping the readmission rates down. Right. And how, how has that been working out? I, mean, I imagine that, that the, the organizations are on different platforms or at least versions and, and things like that. Oh, yes, absolutely. Uh, we, on, honestly, I don't look at it as a technical question. Even though yeah. I'm a CIO, we, we really look at it as, as a, a business and clinical partnership relationship first and then we fold in the IT aspects after that. In some cases, IT winds up being kind of the foot in the door to, to open up a relationship that we may not have had. But in most cases, it is, it is just supporting relationships with, that we have in place and making them stronger and tighter. So uh, you're right, the, it is a mix of other systems. There are, uh, I think there's only one other hospital around us that, that also uses Meditech, although it's a different different version of Meditech than what we have and what we're going to. And all the others are different brands. So, so we very much have to look at, at how we manage the interfaces. Um, we're, we are putting in a new interface engine to help us manage that. Uh, we also have health information exchanges, both for West Virginia and for Ohio, that we are in, in various stages of adopting right now so that we can get communication flow moving back and forth better. Uh, between the organizations. Both of those health information exchanges are working aggressively, but, but I wouldn't call either of them fully mature yet. So there's still some growth and capability yet to be rolled out with them. 
Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.